The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. And I'll never forget, when I was a young counselor, it was the night after um, visiting day. And as I'm sitting there, uh, you know, kind of finally unwinding, you know, you got to be on your best behavior as a counselor. All the parents are coming, all the tips are coming, you know, you got to do everything. So I was exhausted, but... One of the kids, whose grandfather actually was a, a very wealthy man, the grandfather had come, and he wrote him out a check for the canteen. The canteen is a little hut and camp where they you can buy candy, nosh, whatever, a slice of pizza, if you don't like the food, right? It's a place where you can spend that extra money. So most people's parents give them $100 or whatever, you know, and then that lasts through the summer. Who needs uh, more than $100 worth of uh, junk? This kid's grandfather had come. Half the summer was already over. And he writes him out a check to give to the canteen. He put in his canteen account $1,000. Right? If, no, you, you, for five people, the whole camp, right? He gives him $1,000 halfway through. This, he's not gonna, but they give you the money back at the end, right? They give you the money back. Anyway, this kid stands up after dinner is over on that night. I'm like ready to hit the sack. And he says to, announces at the table, he's like, guys, come on, everybody, we're going to the canteen. Whatever anybody wants, on me. This round's on me, Yanni, okay? Everyone's like, ah. <laughs> They're all going to go get a sugar high now. Last thing I want. As a counselor, i got to put them to bed in an hour, right? I called the kid over. I said, listen, it's very nice what you're doing. Beautiful, right? I said to him, but tell me, your grandpa gave this to you. Do you think he'd be happy knowing that you just like blew it on 25 kids? You know, going to... And I'll never forget this as long as I live. Little kid, maybe what? How old was they? Eight, nine years old, and he just looks up to me with these big, clear eyes, like almost like he didn't understand. He looks at me and he says, "I don't understand. What else is money for?" At the age of nine years old, eight, nine years old, he'd been raised. His his parents a tremendous ba'alei tzedakah. He'd been raised to look at money, the money that he has, as something which affords him, allows him the opportunity to be able to give. Rabotai, you have some people who give money and they think that they're ba'alei chesed. They think that they are people who do great kindnesses. But then there's a kid like this, who doesn't see his act of charity as an act of kindness. He sees it as an act of emet. This is what I'm supposed to be doing with this money. This is why it was given to me. This is why it was granted to me. We need to ask ourselves, from time to time, what else is money for? What else is power for? What else is strategy, having a brain that allows you to be able to open things up for people in a way that people can't think? If you're great at advice, what is it for? Why did God give that to you? Why did He put you on that seat? He put you there to be able to make something happen that perhaps you otherwise could not have done. All chesed requires on some level an element of emet. 
where the person recognizes that if I'm in the position to be able to assist, then that is something that I must do. Rabbi Ta'i, if we could all see um, our opportunities to give and our opportunities uh, to assist and to, uh, to make the life of someone in our world just a little bit better, if we saw that as an obligation rather than as a, than as a kindness, as something which is just the emet, the truth of my obligation, then I think we would be living different lives. But I think more than that, the world that we live in would look remarkably different. May Hashem bless us to be purveyors of chesed that feels like emet.